Hey, everybody. Welcome to episode 50 of the Wheels to Walking podcast, the podcast with a guy in a wheelchair and a guy not in a wheelchair. Motherfucking 50, what up? <laughs> Dude, uh, it's actually kind of insane that we've made it to 50 episodes. We're halfway to 100. Yeah, it, it's crazy when you like scroll through all the episodes of like, oh my gosh, we've done all this. But then it's even crazier when you scroll through the, the podcast clips channel. There's so many. Yeah, there's like six or seven for like, or like five or six for every episode. So it's like literally hundreds hundreds of clips. Like you just scroll through and it's like some of the stuff I don't even remember talking about, but that's kind of how it goes. It works though. Cause like there's been times where I'm like, huh, I wonder what did I say? Like I was thinking about like DMing Mike Malak about something and I was like, I wonder what I said about him. And I was like, wheels to walking on Mike Malak. And, and I like re-listened to it. I'm like, okay, good. I said good stuff. Yeah. You know, I'm like, all right, let's see. Let's see what's going on. Here. Well, actually it's kind of interesting because on podcasts like this, where it's only two, it, where it's always the same like host and stuff, mm -hmm. it's actually really interesting to have like the descriptions really accurate and the clips really good because mm -hmm. it be then becomes a searchable library because like, for example, on like mind pump, the podcast, yeah. um, I've been curious what they thought about certain things. And so I just go in my podcast app and go into mind pump and search for like a topic and it'll pull all the descriptions that have that in the, in the description. So what's, so like, what's one of the guy's names? Sal. So it'd be like Sal on steroids or something. Not like necessarily that. that, but I would search like just in, in my podcast app, I use podcast addict. And if I go into mm. the podcast, I can search for an episode name or description or whatever. So I search and I could type in uh, birth control or something. And then right. all the episodes that they talked about birth control, uh. I can like find that episode and kind of like scrub through because they also have timestamps. And that's why I think it's really important to do that on ours. Cause then like, if you're curious about something that we might've talked about, or you're like, Oh, I wonder what Richard thinks about this. You can easily go and like find um, an area that we talked about it potentially on, on that same, uh, note, the, one of the episodes I talked about Logan, I said like a lot of good things about him, but the, uh, the thumbnail is like his suicide forest thumbnail, oh God. which is like kind of a dick thing to do. So I'm like, um, <clears throat> well maybe we need to just change that to a different picture, but also fuck it. I don't think I'm ever going to be like, hitting, yeah, hitting up Logan Paul any day. I know. Right. Yeah. Dude, fucking A, man. Speaking of searchability, if you ever want to know what we think about politics, you can go back to the last episode. Not just the last episode. And the view. But any episodes, because we are currently putting a ban on all politics talk until probably the election. Probably the election. Yeah, when we're going to do our best, obviously, but I think for the most part... Y'all motherfuckers come here to hang out with us. You come here to relax. You're enjoying your drives. You're enjoying doing your chores, maybe work, and you want to escape I mean, from all you the might, bullshit. You might care what we think about it, but we're just too stupid we are, to make we're pretty, actually good commentary. We're and pretty at, stupid. <laughs> last week, we fucked some stuff up. Um, we had. I, I think it was mainly me. We were talking about Hunter Biden and Joe Biden's son, Bo, and... All this stuff, and I got a lot of stuff wrong, and I was going to, like, issue, like, some sort of correction, but I almost kind of feel like I'll probably still somehow fuck that up. You probably would have, because we were talking about the other day, and, and you're like, so, well, actually, the truth is this, and I'm like, I looked into it, too, and you're still wrong. <laughs> so just do your own research. Sorry for spreading misinformation, fake news, but yeah. guess what? This isn't a news podcast, so yeah, and politics. Um, I don't feel necessarily bad but at the same time, I do because it's like 
sorry if I misled anyone, but at the same time, uh, we didn't have any fact checkers standing by. And speaking of people standing by, we don't have oh, our beloved. I know AJ. it's sad. So we're not going to hear the sexy. Well, actually, guys, what uh, the, the real <laughs> thing is that. You know what will happen is my deep voice uh, shoes. Actually, movies. Hunter Biden was uh, uh, Willy Wonka's son, and he actually was an Oompa Loompa. So, speaking of Oompa Loompas, you hear about Donald Trump having coronavirus? <laughs> Dude, it is impossible to escape <laughs> politics. No, no, we need to have a buzzword. We have a safe word. We need to be like. Banana cocktails, or like we need to like come yeah. up, like we need to think of like a buzzword to like yell at the other person whenever they're they're starting yeah. to accidentally because that shit's impossible. Listen on Facebook, <sighs> on Instagram, on fucking podcasts, on Imager app, on fucking everything, bro. I was on Instagram or not Instagram live. I was on YouTube live last Sunday. I made pizza, so for all you people that hung out with me, what's up? Um, people in the comments were like fucking talking about politics and shit and all the other people were like stop it no like we're we're here to fucking hang out don't do it yeah exactly and it's like we don't want to be bombarded constantly we're already bombarded enough so we're just going to try to keep things light and fun and more about just what we actually care about and stuff rather than trying to make commentary about politics because there's already enough of that there's enough sure. fucking talking heads and you know what's even more sad is AJ would have loved this next topic that we're going to talk about. Yes. AJ, a, this is like AJ's like thing is, is For like real. movies and filmmaking. And, you know, we had this like on a topic two weeks ago and then we didn't do it. And then like a week ago and we still missed it. But, um, yo, the only good movie out in theaters right now, don't waste your time on anything else. Cause one, they're trash. And two, most movie studios are saving their quote Did unquote you see good movies. I mean, that was on Disney Plus. That wasn't in the theaters. Oh, yeah, you're right. That wasn't in theaters. And then, so yeah, is, I guess uh, that's the only thing. Yeah. Is Tenet, uh, the movie Tenet. And there might be some spoilers. So if you haven't, um, we'll put a timestamp. Yeah, I'll, like, I'll put just, a timestamp. Skip to the next timestamp or whatever. Like, look look down below if you're on YouTube or if you're in your podcast app and just click the next timestamp. Okay. Fucking skip it. But um, my favorite part of that movie was uh, not knowing what the fuck was going on the whole time. <laughs> that was your favorite part? That was, my favorite part was, like, me and Jaleel were sitting there, and we were, like, 30 or 45 minutes, and she leans over. She goes, hey, um, do you have any idea what's going on? And I go, no, I have no fucking clue, but it's still really cool. <laughs> there were so many. Why was that your favorite part? <laughs> because in film, or at least in movies, from the movies that I don't understand, there's, you know there's going to be callbacks. Meaning, like, there was multiple times where, like, scenes didn't finish. Like, there's one scene where Robert Pattinson, like, ran around a corner and, like, ripped a mask off a guy, but ended up not, like, attacking him or killing him or, like, nothing happened and he didn't, like, tell the other guy that he, like, caught the guy and ripped his mask off. So I'm like, oh, they're going to, like, reference that back later, like, for sure. And the whole movie is, like, probably every, I don't know, five, ten minutes, one of these, like, references. Mm -hmm. And it's so weird because, like, AJ described it perfectly. He's like, the movie is a combination of Inception and, like, Batman Dark Knight Rises. Like, it's, like, a combination of, like... I'd say, well, yeah, yeah. It's, like, it's like time it's like time travel and... Or, I'm sorry, Dark Knight. Yeah, Dark I, was, Knight. I was gonna I was gonna say Dark Knight a little excuse more than me, Rises. Excuse me, excuse me. I always get Batman Begins and... I always get the names mixed up because Batman Begins might as well be the fucking... That one didn't exist in my book. I like fucking Dark Knight and Dark Knight Rises. So Really? Batman Begins, relative to Dark Knight and Dark Knight Rises, was kind of 
stupid. I hate Dark Knight Rises. I'm fine with that one. It's just... I I, th- I think the opposite because I think Dark Knight and Batman Begins are way more believable and then the Dark Knight Rises they just like threw logic to the wind and they're like there's a spaceship now that he has that can like just fly you, through the city th- that, that's the shit. one thing that you referenced that, that totally like pulls you out of the whole movie it's Basically, like a, it does. a quadcopter. Basically, it's like a little yeah, like, but that doesn't exist in real life, and it couldn't. But, and also, but like most of Batman's technology doesn't exist. Uh, but it's believable, you know. Like there's this think, motorcycle, I and think, then the Batmobile. Like there is a real Batmobile that like works. But you there think, is no Batmobile. But quadcopter you think, you think a Batmobile is gonna like split in half and turn into a motorcycle, and the seat that he was driving if in just happens to be the If you had enough money with R and D, I think you could I'm, make it happen. That's what I'm saying about his not his the quadcopter. That his technology spaceship. doesn't exist. Man, come on. Dude, if that technology existed, you don't think the army and military would be flying through skyscrapers with that shit? Again, it's a movie. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Bruce Wayne got the money, and he got Morgan Freeman, which I forget that character's name. Lucius something. Oh, Lucius Fox. Thank you. What up, Lucius? Uh, yeah, but the, the movie titanium type- dip tri weave fibers. <laughs> what kind of cats you talking? What kind of dogs you what talking about? What kind of dogs you talking about? <laughs> Yeah, so it's a the the movie is definitely one of those movies. So if you guys have seen Inception, at the very end of the movie when he spins the top and then it wobbles and then it cuts to black and you go, "Ah, fuck. I got to watch the whole movie again to know what the hell just happened." That is very similar to Tenet where Yo, phone ringing. Oh, damn, and I forgot to fucking put it on D&D. My bad. Um, uh, but forgot I, to put it on Dungeons and Dragons. Do not disturb. Oh, um, dang it. But the at the at the end of it, I was like, "Cool!" Just spent like seventeen dollars to go see it in this freshly sanitized theater, which it was like me and like Jalila and like five other people. <laughs> I felt more safe in the theater than I did at the restaurant we went to before. Like, but again, safety is relative. Anyway, yeah, I just I I felt the whole time I was like, I I gotta wa- I have to watch this again because every scene. Like, even, like, the the final fight scene, question mark, where it's like, all right, there's the red guys, all right, there's the blue guys, one are going forward in time, one is going backward in time. I'm like, I don't get what's happening. Like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah. I mean, I I think, for example, in, yeah, you're, you're definitely right about it being, like, a combination of Inception and The Dark Knight. I think that in some cases it was kind of a flop like there were certain things about the movie that i didn't really like that much it's definitely not my favorite christopher nolan movie but it's still no, but really it's good still a really good because you can't really go wrong number with one nolan. the audio mix in my opinion was like not good there were so many times where i had no idea what the fuck people were saying and not because i like didn't know what was going on it was because like literally it was like muffled at, and bad like as the plane was crashing or whatever it wasn't even that it was like half the time they're wearing these mask things and like i understand that but it's like still you could capture good audio like you like mm, there's just I there's think, just I think so that- many things that were that were so weird with it and then the the like there was some I felt times that was kind the, of intentional. Like when they were in reverse, mm, when they were in reverse time, they kind of made everything kind of sound like this a little bit. Like they they almost kind of played with the audio, like the environmental stuff that you can't see to make you recognize that you are in uh, in reverse world. Even when they're walking, no, I I I I, agree, I see what you're saying, but 
there was a lot of times where they weren't in reverse world that it was happening. Like, for example, when the army general guy with the beard was, like, explaining the mission or whatever, like, I could barely understand what he was saying. When he was walking with that Indian lady and they were just talking about stuff, like, mm. I could barely understand what they were saying because the music was mixed way too up. Like, it was just, I don't know if it was the, th it, like, it I, been, I it thought it was the it theater. It could have been the theater. But I've listened to a lot of other reviews of people talking about it and they also said the same thing. Oh, uh, okay. So it's like, if... That that's like a that's like a typical filmmaker thing. Like, oh well, the you know the visuals are too dark. It's like, oh well, you're not watching watching it on a good enough TV. Mm -hmm. It's like, uh, well, I shouldn't have to like be watching or listening on like the most expensive thing possible to fully, like, well, that watch was, the movie that was and understand your, it. You, we were we were having a thumbnail where you made a thumbnail on your computer, and I was like, yeah, that's fire. And when you sent it over to me, and I looked it on my phone and looked it on my computer, I was like. What the fuck just happened? And you're like, oh, totally different. we were like, oh, well, Apple's all about true tones and Samsung's all about, you know, having the brightest colors or whatever it was. And I'm like, and you're like, that's the dilemma is like, if you're watching Game of Thrones on a 720p TV from 2000 fucking nine. That was like four local zooming zones. Yeah, more than likely it's going to be too dark. But if you watch it on a brand new, you know, 4K LCD or some shit like that then you, you're probably going to be able to see it a little bit better. So it's like the, the editor's dilemma. Do you edit it for the worst thing that's out there or do you edit it for the best thing that's out there? And Yeah. I mean, it's it's all, it's all a constant dilemma. And then you just get into the existential questions of like, well, what is a video? What is a picture? Why, you know, what should you make? Should you calibrate it for true things or should you calibrate it for the device that people most people are going to watch it on? And it's just fucking annoying. Same thing with audio. It's like, with music, do you make songs for someone with like an, a really good sound system that'll be able to handle it, or do you make it for someone who's going to listen to it on their phone speaker in mm. a Marta on mm. on loud? Why? <laughs> Why? I had someone do that on the plane I was on when we were flying to LA or Houston. I don't remember. They were like, I mean, like a couple rows back and a couple rows to the right, and they were just out loud, just listening to their music out loud. And I can't help but on a think, plane, yeah, and I can't think one. Put some fucking headphones in. Two, hey, stewardess, take him some fucking headphones. Three, guy. Well, here's the problem. You, you have do, a brand new iPhone. It, you don't You don't have a headphone jack. True. It's like, hey, guy, you do know that, like, the whole plane can hear this, right? No, I couldn't. Like, the plane's loud enough that probably, like, five rows back you couldn't hear it, but you were, like, two rows back, so you definitely could. Because yeah. planes are pretty fucking loud. Yeah, you got the are. whole constant. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. yeah, I hate that. Which is nice because then you can't hear people snoring. You can't hear babies crying as much. Like there, there's definitely some nice farts. Like, are, farts are muffled. Farts are a little bit muffled, but not the stank. I've 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 accidentally let some deadly ones off in planes before, and I, I want to like briefly stand up and be like, "Hey, I'm sorry, everyone. I'm sorry. Cover your face." But everyone was wearing masks, or they should have been wearing masks. So when I. But when I was yeah. when I was ripping ass, yeah. But I mean, you can still smell a dank, lingering fart through a mask. <laughs> Dude, that's I, for sure. I, I fucking the other day I was in the bathroom and it was like I ate. I, I had a pizza somewhere and there was definitely like either a trace of dairy or a trace of onion. Either way, my farts were rancid. Like they were so bad that I could barely handle them, and I can handle all farts. Like to the point where like if someone takes a shit in my bathroom, I almost can't tell because I'm so immune to fucking stink. And I literally was like, I sat down and I was like taking a shit and Jalila was in there like brushing her teeth or something. I was like, hey, you probably want to leave. Like it smells bad. And she was like, oh, no, it's okay. I want to hang out with you. I go, all right, whatever you say. And then she goes, oh, God, 
Oh, dear God, fuck, no. Oh, my God, I'm leaving. I'm leaving. This, you got this one on your own. And, like, walked out of the room, and I was like, I told you. I fucking warned you. Like, I warned you it was going to be, like, acid, like, to your fucking nostrils. <laughs> and you're trying to be all cute, being like, ooh, I just want to stay with my BB while he poops. And I'm like, no, <laughs> have a fun time, like, losing your nostrils. It, That's hilarious. It was, it was just fucking air, dude. God, dude, sometimes I, I literally wonder. I'm like, what chemical mixture is happening in my ass right now that is going to, like, everyone loves their own brand to an extent, or everyone can tolerate. They can tolerate their own brand. But when you start getting, at least in my belly, like, when you start adding in, like, all the things I'm allergic to, it's... Yeah, deadly. I've 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 uh, experienced some of your pretty gnarly ones. Yes. And yeah, my heaters, I call them burners, because they burn your fucking nostrils. Have you ever heard that um that uh bit from Joe Rogan's podcast where Joey Diaz talks about that the fart that like made a cheerleader throw up? <laughs> no, dude, go on you. Please do yourself a favor and go on YouTube and just type in Joey Diaz fart story. It is one of the funniest stories ever. Like Tom Segura is there and he's literally crying. He's laughing so hard. It's like one of the funniest I stories. I've I, like Joey Diaz is one of the funniest people on the planet. Like as far as just being able to tell stories that are number one, somehow true. And number two, just like so unbelievable that they're just, it's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, dude. It's, it's fucking nuts, man. I, um, Dude, I was on uh, on Spotify the other day, and normally, so, like, I'm a, more of a podcast person, for mm -hmm. the most part. This is why we like making podcasts, because we listen to podcasts, and we want you guys to, like, have a, have a nice time for 90 minutes. But I was on, is it at the gym, or I was just, like, feeling it, whatever, and I found this playlist. It was, like, you know how Spotify recommends playlists? Well, you're not on Spotify, are you? But I it, am, but I don't pay for it, so I don't use it that much. Well, Spotify I've been is, using it more recently. is mainly if you're a playlist hoe, which I am. And um, it hit this one. It was like, your time capsule. And I'm like, okay, I've listened to this one before. And I didn't really like it because it was playing music from, like, when I was 15. You know, like, I'm not really digging it. Well, it just hit me with a new time capsule. And the time capsule was probably from when I was, like, 15 to 20 like it spread out the amount of amount of time capsuleness and dude i'm just having a blast i'm like listening to old like hip-hop music and like like old metal and like emo and like dude I'm, i swear like they listened to what we were saying like spotify like heard what i was talking about when we were making fun of bands or whatever like mm. like last and they were like okay these are all the things he used to like so anyway i found myself on a on a slim shady kick like I'm, I'm going back and like listening to like all the like the Slim Shady LP, Marshall Mathers LP. I'm listening to um, the other albums that came after it. There's one I forget. It's called like starts. With, it's a red one, and then the one after it's called Encore. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say the yeah, the, the first, one of them is Encore. Oh, that has the, the, sorry, there you go. The Eminem show Encore, and I'm currently on Relapse, which I I remember skipping that one because he did the Triumph the Insult Dog voice too many times, so. I'm like listening to it in the car with Jalila, and she has never, she knows of Eminem, but has never listened to Eminem before. But she is fucking loving it. Like, she is dying. Like, uh, my name is, like, Guilty Conscience, 
Um, How has she never heard Eminem? Like, my fault. Like, just don't give a fuck. I'm shady. Bad meets evil. Then when in the Marshall Mathers, she was on, uh, like, she loved the uh, Who Knew, The Way I Am, Real Slim Shady. Uh, like, <laughs> and she's always like, Kate, I love Slim Shady, which is crazy because Slim Shady is the most, like, misogynistic, sexist, like, anti-woman, like, he got mommy issues. Like, he hate his baby mama and he hate his mom, but he loves his daughter. It's very weird. And then he's, mm. like, super pro-gay, but will, like, call people faggots in the song. And you're like, hey, did you just say, like, it's okay for a man to marry a man, but then call him a faggot right after? Like, did you... Just say that, Marshall? Yeah, like, but I feel like hell? that w was, I mean, what, 15 years ago? 1999. 20 years ago. Fuck, But I, like, I remember he I was, used to casually say that in, like, fourth grade. Like, yeah, I that's not that offensive back then. I remember he, anytime anything, like, bad would happen in society, if the person who did the bad thing, like, listened to Marilyn Manson or Eminem, they would always blame Marilyn Manson or Eminem on on like be like well there wouldn't have been that school shooting if he wouldn't have been listening to Eminem or if he wasn't playing Grand Theft Auto yeah but what I found interesting is like he was getting a bunch of shit back then in like 1999 but like the whole thing he's like fuck it like I'm like like there's so many songs where he's literally like fuck you I'm gonna do what I want and I do what I say the FCC won't let, let me, me be so just let so just let me be me. Uh, just oh. let you see something, something, something. Yeah, yeah, that that's the song without me. Uh, but the song that I I uh, it's like, oh, what's the name of the fucking song? There's like a couple of songs like in I think it's in the Marshall Mathers OP, where it's like, um, the way I am and the real slim shady. It's like those are the, those are my two like favorite favorite little skits. And I always love how he or songs, and then he puts in like little skits where he's on the phone with his like manager and his like agent and his like producer and his lawyers, and they're all like, "Can can I can you stop talking about like killing people and like hurting yourself and like being so anti women?" It's like all this crazy shit. But here we have Jaleel, a little little Midwest brown girl who like grew up so innocently and naively, and she's just now like experiencing it. Like it was so funny. There's a song called "Ass Like That," which is like literally a song all about ass and she's like laughing her ass off she's like i can't believe this is real and i'm like yep she's like i love slim it she's, honestly she's is like, kind of crazy she's like, i love slim shady i gotta keep listening to this so now not only am i on a slim shady kick but like somehow Jalila's on a slim shady kick which is so funny because you would not expect her to be into that well he put out an album like kind of recently right I mean, he's still putting out albums, dude. And it was so funny because she was- I know, that's what I meant. Like, he just put one out, like, pretty recently, right? Yeah, he has one in 2020, 2018, yeah. 2017. So it's not that weird. It's like, oh, how weird. It's like, it's not that weird. He's still pretty relevant. I guess I mean, the like, the older stuff. Yeah. But she was asking me- I mean, she's he's, like, like, one of the best rappers alive. Don't think it's that crazy. I yeah. mean, it's, like, kind of crazy. It's I, crazier to me that she's never heard of it. Yeah. I think he's honestly, like, probably, like, everyone's like, yo, so-and-so's the GOAT. I think M is actually, like- the goat. When I was younger, I used to think Lil Wayne was a goat. I do not think that anymore. Yeah. I don't know who is, man. I think M will always be. And the reason I say that is like being a white guy. And I think Flo Ride is the goat. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't even say that with a straight face. Be being a, being a, <laughs> be <laughs> you know, Flo Ride is just Florida. Yeah. Flo Ride, Florida. Yep. Jesus fucking Christ. No, you know who's really the goat? It's funny when Pit, people don't Pitbull. know that. Mr. Worldwide. Mr. Mr. 305. Mr. 305. I learned Dude, 
His lyrics are so bad. My mom loves Pitbull, dude. Yikes. If you love Ellen Show, you will also love Pitbull. And we're not, I don't know. And we're not talking about Pitbull rule. We're talking about the bald-headed guy who sings, like, reggaeton. Um, dude, listen to these lyrics. I, I, I've, I've got some lyrics that I've already pulled up. Please read them. I saw, I came, I conquered, or should I say, I saw, I conquered, I came. Ah. Uh, they that, say the Chico on fire, and he no liar. While y'all slipping, he's running the game. Oh my god, that one song, that that line is just like amazing. <laughs> So bad. I, I came, I saw, I, con I, I saw, I came, I conquered. Or should I say, I saw, I conquered, I came. Giggity. Uh, hey, no. Yeah, but I think what makes Eminem the GOAT is because, so he came up in Detroit during the days of battle rapping, and the only way to be a good rapper was to be able to battle other rappers and to diss them so much that they didn't move on to the next round. And if anyone's seen the movie Eight Mile, you kind of all know the whole story of like, you know, the importance of his battle rapping or whatever. But he, even still, like if you step to M, pretty much everyone in the whole rap world is like, no, 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 don't do it, don't do it, don't do it, don't do it, dude. No, 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 don't ever set, talk talk about Haley. Don't fucking mention him. Don't try to start beef. Like you will lose. Didn't Machine Gun Kelly try to yep. battle rap him yeah. or something? And so did he like, didn't even like acknowledge and, it really. And then, and then so did um like Meek Mill and like so did Drake. No, that was Drake and Meek that was Mill. Drake and Meek Mill that fought and, each and, other. Anyway, but yeah, the and like Eminem. Hey, hey rap beefs so dumb. Yeah, and Eminem has his own radio station and his own record label, and. Like he, I don't know, dude. Eminem is one of those people that like he's so well respected. It was, and she was asking me, she's like, "Can he say the n word?" I'm like, "No, no, no." He's still white. Like look, he's, at, look at his face. Like he's still white. He cannot. He cannot say that. I'm sure a lot of people have given him the n word pass, but uh, nah. he ain't going to do that. Um, <laughs> dude, I have another pitbull lyric for you. Yes, please, let's hear it. The bigger they are, the harder they fall. This biggity boy is a diggity dog. Doesn't rhyme, doesn't the make any sense. It's from the song by with Kesha Timber. He's like, uh, the bigger they are, the harder they fall. This yeah. bigger the boys, the bigger the dog. It's going down. I'm yelling Timber. Yeah, man, I'm Yo, why has yeah, it, why he, hasn't he's the TikTok worst. gone off on TikTok yet? TikTok on the because it's old. So there's so many old songs right now. What it's about, not old. What about, old. what about the guy on like the surfboard who's got like the ocean? Yeah, that's an cram. old song. Like, the, like TikTok is like too young, but like because the I'd say the average age on TikTok is probably what like fifteen. But the name of the app is called TikTok, and the song I don't is know TikTok. I don't know TikTok. I like no one's it. done it. I mean, I'm sure at some point someone has done the song TikTok on there. But how can I'm I sure? But it has gone viral. I mean, it hasn't gone viral probably just because it's not that great of a song. Oh, wow. Or there or there hasn't been enough of a viral thing that happened with the song, but who knows? It's true. Dude, so uh, another person got a temporary tattoo. A permanent temporary another, tattoo. Another permanent temporary tattoo. Which is, a, it's in its in itself, it's already hilarious that you're getting a permanent tattoo that says temporary. Yeah. Which I 
like truthfully, whenever I saw your temporary tattoo for the first time, I thought it was like an ironic, funny thing. So if like, I if I don't want to explain the story, that's what I tell people it is. They're like, "Oh, what's temporary mean?" I'm like, "Ah, oh, it's just something funny, like a permanent temporary t- tattoo." Ha ha. Like I've literally had people like try to rub it off. I'm like, "Oh, it's my temporary tattoo," and like, "Is it real?" I'm like, "Yeah, it's real. It's really temporary." And they're like, "We'll try to rub it off." And I'm, like, and I'm like, no, no, it's real. He also got the um, happiness equals reality over expectations. expectations. Yeah. Which is like pretty dope. In my, I only talked about that one time in the, the, um, the, the tour vlog, mm. which honestly, like we could do again because this place has changed since then. Yeah. I mean, not that much, but. Yeah, I guess you're right. That's true. Yeah. But shout out to Todd Charles, dude. Freaking yeah. A. And he also, it looks like Todd literally created an Instagram, like, just to post that. Just to post, <laughs> yeah. Also, Todd, I saw your DM. I have not gotten back to your DM yet. Well, obviously, I haven't got back to it. But if you're listening, uh, I will reply. I've got, like, 24 or 25 in my my secret inbox right now that I just haven't got a chance to reply to yet. Dude, how nice is it that Instagram lets you put people in a general inbox? Bruh. <laughs> I got a lot of folks in the general I, inbox. I don't have many people in there just because I don't mind ignoring people to their face. Like I'll open up something and be like, close. And then they'll like, te- they'll send me something again. And I open, and I'm like, close. Like I just, I have no problem like letting people know that I saw their shit and I will not reply. Like mm-hmm. I, and like, I hate to say this dude because like, what's up disabled fam. But like a lot of y'all motherfuckers are weird as shit. And I was actually like, <laughs> Like I'm sorry. Like a lot of you guys are like so, like really socially awkward, and like honestly, I that's was, just people, dude. That's not well, that's not I necessarily mean, well. Not only is it just people, but I was thinking to myself, like especially the the people that were like born this way, like that have been lifelong disabled people. Like I was talking to Anas about this actually. And I'm like, I wonder if they're weird because they're weird, or if I wonder if they're weird because. Like, society has kind of, like, pushed them off to the side and, like, hasn't included them in things. And, like, they don't get invited to stuff and they don't have many friends and they, like, can't play sports or, like, like, there's... Yeah, I mean, I think there's probably a mixture because there's people that are pretty, pretty, uh, that aren't disabled that are weird as fuck, too. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, but you, I, I, I definitely know your point because you, that is, like, an interesting concept. Like, you know, well, I just know that, someone like, who, I've, someone... I get treated very, very differently being a disabled person than I did as an able-bodied person. And luckily, I've been able to compensate for that. Like, you know, I got the tattoos and the beard and the muscles, and I smile all the time. And, you know, I'm really, like, I have conversations with people, and I, I'm not your typical, like, stereotype disabled guy. But this is in no way to call out any specific disability, but, like, a lot of individuals with spina bifida, I feel, because they're... <laughs> Not to call it any specific injury, but I'll name one. No, I will, because, like, so... <laughs> so spina bifida is basically, like, getting born with a spinal cord injury. Like, yeah. your, your spinal cord doesn't form at the very end, at the L level. So a lot of people with spina bifida have very similar, like, mobility as I do. Yeah. Um, but I feel like it's a lot of, like, how not only how like society treats them but also how their family like raises them like i think there's two kind of spina bifida parents the ones that are like nah like i'm gonna push him to be like independent and like go to school and like have friends and like do sports and all this stuff and then i feel like there's the opposite which is like oh i'm gonna protect and i'm gonna coddle and i'm gonna you know like 
make sure that he never gets hurt and that he's my like special little person or they're my special little person and yeah and again like there's plenty of guys out there that i've that well it could also be it could also be a mixture of like you said you know sometimes just like naturally having like a disability like makes you somewhat of an outcast or I like somewhat I re- I separated really, from really like normal friend groups and things like that it, it really does quote unquote normal so like maybe over time that some of those like Things like you said is like, oh, these people are weird. It's like maybe that's just a product of that, but maybe also just, just a product of people being strange. I, mean, I think, dude, I think it has to do with just not being included. Like when you become disabled, it is more difficult to be included in things. So therefore, most of the people don't want to go out of their way to make accommodations to include you. You know, they might have a party at, at their house, and instead of being like, hey, man, you want to come to the party at my house? They automatically just decide, oh, well, they can't get in my house because I don't have a ramp, so I'm just not going to invite them to the party. You know, like, that's that's some bullshit. Mm. Like, I think a lot of people, the people that I think probably know this the most um, are the people that have uh, progressive, uh, like... Degenerative Yeah, diseases. progressive degenerative, maybe not even diseases, but, like, progressive degenerative disabilities where over time they go to, like, have braces and then have crutches and then they're in a wheelchair or, you know, they're mixed mobility or whatever. And then they slowly start getting, like, ostracized from their groups and, like, not included and, like, not invited. And, like, I know I felt that way when I first got hurt. I had, like, probably, like, I had a, had a weird thing where I got hurt. And then, like, tons of people, even, like, people I'd consider acquaintances, not even friends, like, start to, like, be around me and, like, hang out with me and want to do stuff with me all the time. And, you know, wanted to go above and beyond and be extra and include me and all this stuff. And then slowly over time, pretty much everyone faded away except for, like, one or two people. Yeah. And then eventually they faded away too because a lot of our, you, our lifestyles didn't really like match up anymore. The, the yeah. li- but again, like I'm, I, I don't, and also I don't necessarily mean weird in a bad way too. Like there's a lot of, a lot of you, fucking, I think you a lot of you fucking I weirdos. I love, I love you. Weirdos. I think you, the thing you're specifically talking about sometimes is just like social awkwardness or like not really mm. understanding social cues or something. Yeah. Like if you send, for example, like we were talking about Instagram DMS, like if I send you a message and I like read it and I don't respond yet, it means a couple of things. One, maybe you didn't like ask me a question. Two, maybe I'm just busy right now and can't get back to you. Like three, maybe you should just like try to go find that information on your own. I'm not your fucking Google. Or four, don't send me the prisoner of Azkaban. <laughs> like a whole novel. Yes, yeah. Don't send me a fucking novel. But either way, it's hey, like- it's I'm not like, trying to read a Harry Potter book. I'm yeah, trying to casually yeah. read DMs. Yeah, and it's like just because- I like sent you, you sent me something and I saw it. Don't keep sending me shit. Like that's a great way, dude. I, there's this, <laughs> there currently there's this one person who honestly, like they got a cool page. They seem like a cool person, but every time they post on their page, they find it necessary to send me a DM of that post. I, I'm like, okay, just tag me in it. I'll see it. Just tag me in it. And also once I see it, when you tag me on it, I'll hide it from my profile because it doesn't belong on my profile. Cause I'm not in it. You know, mm-hmm. but I'm like, if you're looking for likes, like, don't, don't, like, don't send, like, every time you upload, don't send me that shit. Like, I don't, don't that's, like, it's etiquette, I guess. Yeah. But, I, I, but also, like, social media etiquette is who made those rules. Well, I think it's kind of like, you got to just think about it from their perspective. There's not necessarily even, there's not even necessarily, like, etiquette there is who made those rules. But at the same time, you just have to think about how would you feel if you got a message that was like 
20 million miles long and then you get mad when people don't answer it. That'd be like walking up to someone random on the street that you've never met before and then just automatically being like, hey, let me tell you about this one thing about this one time, blah, 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 talk your ear off for like 20 minutes and you're like, okay, and then you just walk away. Yeah. You know, it's like you you wouldn't do that to someone in real life. So like I got a trick for anyone who gets really, really long DMs. Just scroll down to the bottom and you'll figure out what they want. Yeah. Like that, the ask is always at the bottom. Like they, they, they have this really long setup that could be this long and at the bottom so just i always like scroll to the bottom and reply yeah yeah e- e- for sure. emails are like that too some people they'll send me like two page emails and i'm like i just can't read this right now do you think here's an interesting i love it like i love when people send me stuff especially when they send me like the things i like to hear is like mindset changes successes um, progress progresses accomplishments um, words of encouragement, like those, those kind of things. Tattoos. Like, tattoos. Like <laughs> I love, I, like I see everything y'all. I see all the comments everywhere. I get all the emails. I see everything, but I just don't have time to reply to everything because then I would just be a comment and or email and or DM replying machine. And that, that I would spend hours and hours and hours and hours just replying to everyone. But there's a select few people that are like my boys, you know what I mean? Like I'm going to reply to all them. Cause like we already have an ongoing relationship and it was, it was never like, I don't know. I like updates and shit. Like that's mm-hmm. the kind of stuff I like. Yeah. But if you're just like here to like trauma dump on me or like tell me your whole life story or trauma dump. No, seriously. Sometimes people will do that. Like, or, or tell me their whole life story or like, you know, give me every diagnosis. I'm like, I just, I'm sorry. Like get to your point, please. You know? Yeah. Dude, here's an interesting pro- like idea. I feel like there's certain people, like for example, we all know the kid that's like from your high school that like still hangs around his hometown and like does all the same shit that he did in high school and like yeah. thinks Olive Garden is fancy and shit like that. You know what I mean? Like and wears wait, wait, like wait, sports wait, jerseys twenty four seven and wait, smokes mids. Wait. Olive Garden's not fancy? No, it's not. Endless breadsticks are not fancy? <laughs> no. Next thing you're going to tell me P.F. Chang's ain't fancy, and then you're going to tell me what cheese, uh, the Cheesecake Factory ain't fancy. Then you're going to tell me Applebee's ain't fancy. Mm. That's funny. But anyways, we all know like a kid like that where they kind of just get stuck in like a certain time period and they don't realize that like you people t- move you, on you and things tell, change. You can tell by their fashion. Yeah, and if that's what still, I was going to say. They still dress like 1999. Yeah, well, that's what I was going to say is, like, do you, I feel like some people, like, for example, in, in, like, the disabled world, like, if they, like, you know, get a spinal cord injury, like, sometimes people get kind of, like, frozen in time in that point. Yes. Because they kind of want to hang on to everything that was, like, normal before Mm, the injury almost. That's an interesting perspective. I want to, like, grasp back. And then, like, people move on, and they're like, man, people, like, aren't including me because of this. And it's like, maybe they're not really including you because, like, they're moving on with their lives and, like, into different things now and, like, more getting more, like, quote-unquote mature or whatever. And you're kind of, like, stuck in your, like, I don't know, like, childhood or, like, whatever a little bit. Because there is a time period. A lot Mm. of people, it seems like like a a lot of people get injured and they're, like, you know, early early 20s. 20s or whatever. And that is, like, a transitionary phase where you're, like... Maybe your like mom is like finally throwing away all your childhood toys, and you're like, no, don't throw away my Legos. You know what I mean, like <laughs> shit like that. And you're, like you gotta like come to grips with that moment where you're like, fuck, yeah, I guess throw away my like Legos. You know what I mean, or like sell them or whatever. You know, but there's people like that in uh-huh. in in regular life that don't have any kind of disability, and they probably feel like you know 
outcasts or whatever, but it's because it's like when you get older, you know, you're like a first grader. You can't stay a first grader forever. And it's like, man, why aren't the fourth graders hanging out with me? It's like, cause you're a fourth grader, but you're still acting like a first, first grader. You know what I mean? I think that I is, know. that is a factor. It's just a concept. That's a factor. Also, there's something I want to touch on about being like the local wheelchair guy, but um, I think another factor is that when you become disabled and I'm only really talking about spinal cord injuries here, but I think kind of all like your, your activities change. Like I, I used to hang out with people when I would go on hikes with them, or I'd used to hang out with people when we'd go rock climbing together, or I'd used to hang out with people when we'd go wakeboarding. It was always like activity based friendships. And when those activities change, it doesn't mean they weren't your friends. It just means that in the schedule of their week, they don't have a separate hour or two to break out from their regular routine to like come pop in and visit you totally, or, or to like pick you up to take you places. I mean, some people, again, some people go above and beyond. Some people are really there for you, but I felt, I felt very like alone and abandoned, but I think it was mostly because like, I wasn't going to the gym and bodybuilding anymore. I wasn't going for runs anymore. Like I was like, I wasn't doing all the, like the things that I was doing before as an able-bodied because I was disabled. And like, I tried to do those things for a little while and just like, couldn't really keep up. And Mm. I always felt like, excuse me. I always felt like I was like holding people back. It was all weird. But I mean, the, the real thing that I'll dive into all of this is like, get plugged into the community of other wheelchair users. Like if, if all your friends are leaving you, it's probably not personal and it probably has nothing to do with you. It just does, does the fact that your lifestyles are different, but go play some adaptive sports, go hang out with some other wheelie boys, like go make some friends with dudes in chairs or girls in chairs because their lifestyles are probably going to match more closely to your lifestyle. Like the idea of like going for a walk and a dinner at a fancy restaurant is like a cool night out. You know, there's, there's more, you're like, Oh cool. Let's go do some adaptive sports together. Like the likelihood of you, you being friends with them. And I, I used to, the reason why I say this is so important is I did the opposite of that. I really like ostracized myself from the group. And I was like, fuck all y'all. I'm nothing like you. I'm not one of these like weirdos. Yeah. Like weirdo losers. Like, like, I'm not like you. And, like, unfortunately, that was, like, I think one of my gravest mistakes. Like, I think if I would have stayed in sports, I think if I would have stayed connected to the community, I probably wouldn't have become isolated and then eventually, like, get hooked on drugs and shit. Because there's no way I could show up to basketball practice high on my pills without someone calling me the fuck out. And, mm. you know, but, like, I could show up to work high on pills and no one would say shit to me. You know, but I think there's also the the trap of being your local wheelchair guy you know, kind of being in that small town. Like when we were at that skateboard, like the WCMX event, there was like nine dudes there that had like wheels on the back, spelled with a Z on the back of their wheelchair. Like we'd be like, yo, check this out. Yo, wheels. And like nine guys turned around. You're like, local wheelchair guy. Local wheelchair guy goes to meet up and meets other local wheelchair guys. Realizes his entire identity is is literally his wheelchair. (laughs) Mass confusion ensues when someone yells, hey, wheels. They all turn around. Right. Yeah. I, 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 yeah, it is kind of interesting when you, when you let, I guess, I don't know. Yeah. Like you said, you're kind of like the local wheelchair guy and you kind of just like, once you're around like a whole bunch of other wheelchair people, you're like, wait, who am I now? But I think being the local wheelchair guy is better than it's better being to be a hermit. It, yeah. I was going <laughs> to say it's better to be known as the local wheelchair guy than to not be known at all. Very like, true. like it's better to like, 
be out and about and going to restaurants and and bars and activities and you know festivals and you know like going to if you're in a small town you know like field parties and like the apple cider you know weekend or like go do stuff you know like be it's better to be the local wheelchair guy than it is to be someone who's like locked up in their own little house with nothing to do who's like all sad and depressed because yeah you know like it's better have it, you um <laughs> Do you remember the do you remember that guy John LaJoy on YouTube? He made those songs that were like uh oh my gosh. Well he, he would make like parody songs. Like the most the most ridiculous one that he had was like Show me your genitals. Your genitals. Oh, do you remember that? Show me your genitals. Your, your genitals. genitals. What? Show me, me your genitals. Your genitalia. Your genitalia. <laughs> no, but he had a song that was called Regular Everyday Normal Guy. Uh -huh. And it was like a rap about just being a normal ass dude. That's great. Just, I'm just a regular everyday normal guy. I do my taxes on time, motherfucker. I'm just a regular <laughs> everyday normal guy. And I go to Applebee's with my family, motherfucker. Like he's just <laughs> rapping about normal shit. Dude, and that's it's like great. I love that. The everyday Regular, everyday, shout, normal, shout wheelie out to, boy. Shout out to Middle Class Fancy Instagram page. Dude. Shout out to Middle. Yeah. Okay, Nance and Rand. <laughs> yeah. Nance and Rand. The best. Or, but it's like just the regular, everyday, wheelie boy. I go for pushes on the belt line, motherfucker. <laughs> like, I'm just everyday, average, wheelie boy. I do transfers when I get to the restaurant, motherfucker. <laughs> like, just being like... Making a song about just regular wheelchair shit. Like, <laughs> I can't every three, four hours. I'm a regular everyday wheelie boy. <laughs> every time I pee, I use a catheter, motherfucker. <laughs> Everything, like, ends in motherfucker in that song. It's so funny. That, that's great. I love that shit. Yeah, that guy was a big part of my, like, high school. <laughs> like, I loved that, all of his that, music. That was, like, Lonely Island before Lonely Island existed. Mm -hmm. Like, the... Kind of yeah. On a lazy Sunday, chilling in the straight afternoon. Call Paul now. Would you see what he's doing? Oh my gosh. <laughs> yo, Sandberg, what's cracking? <laughs> yo, yo, yeah, you thinking what I'm thinking, man? And Narnia, what's happening? Oh my gosh, I I love all of that, dude. Um, I slept into like three last Sunday, and like when I finally got up, I like started singing that song. Lazy Sunday, <laughs> wake up in the late afternoon. <laughs> yep. Yeah, that that's the best. I uh, also speaking of that, SNL is back and. They had some good skits. Well, I didn't know it went away because I never watch it. Well, no, no, no. It doesn't go away. It's just seasons. Like, they, they do it uh, every week. They can't do it every single week, every week of the year. Oh, like, they're, not like a, they're not like us? They're not no, like us? Where, no. we do, where we do a week no, no, every no, week? A video no. every week? Well, we don't do an hour. Well, we do do an hour and a half show every week. But they do an hour and a half, like, skit show with celebrities and musical guests and shit. But, um... No, I get it. They had some good skits this every, week. Every political season... The skits, just dude. Get just imagine how, like, this week alone of news of political news, bro. Like, they were just having a field day. I saw the funniest thing. It was like in the year twenty forty six. Hey, man, what's your major? Uh, my major is October first through eight of twenty twenty. <laughs> it's like, man, that sounds kind of broad. Did you did you major in anything specific? Like, did you minor in anything more specific? It's like, that's funny. Like. What the fuck is happening? Also, uh, we're stopping right now. Yeah, we can't talk about politics, we but we can politics. talk about. First of all, we didn't mention this earlier. If you use Tattoo Thirty on the oh, Wheels yeah. to Walking merch store, uh, we were going to mention that earlier with the tattoo. Uh, talking about um, we the forgot, people we getting for, the tattoos, we but we to do that. if you use the code Tattoo Thirty, you'll get thirty percent off the Wheels to Walking merch store. 
<coughs> shopwheelstowalking.com. <coughs> Excuse me, I have Corona. Um, also, uh, if you like the shirt that I'm wearing right now, I got this shirt from an uh, artist here in Atlanta by the name of Wolf Dog Lives. Wolf, well, well, live. <clears throat> Wolf Dog Lives. So if you want to Google that, that's Wolf Dog Lives. <laughs> yeah. His name's Ash. Ash Hayner. He's a good dude. He listens to the podcast. What's what up, up, bro? Thanks, what up? Thanks for the gear. It's sexy. Looks good on me. It does. Um, but speaking of uh, our YouTube channel, I guess um, that was a terrible transition. But we, the last video that we did, the Sea Brace vlog. Speaking of which, the Sea Brace vlog did Yo, really well. I got a question for you, motherfuckers. Why do you like the dumbass videos where I grab a G7X and just like fart around town and don't even do a good job where I like miss pressing the buttons and I say we're gonna go ahead a thousand times and like <laughs> like why do you like the crappy videos with a crappy production where you can't even hear what I'm saying listening back to it I'm in the gym it's like cause that makes you larger than like the dun 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 and I'm like well, you're squatting I can't believe I'm doing crawling it's pretty neat why do you guys like those videos and not the one that we like fly to different states for? Man, no, I'm here's, here's the problem. I'm pissed. Here's, dude. here's the thing. So one that I just like. Yo, I know we were gonna think about taking a week off videos this week, but like, hey, I'm gonna go like vlog this thing that I'm gonna do. Like, it might be worth it. I don't know. Let's see. Literally, just like throw together nothing, and then it's just like like a couple of fucking turds. Like we like, <laughs> and it's performing like so good. Well, the thing is, okay, so if we know anything about um, our videos, is anytime we show, like, mixed mobility, it always slaps. Always slaps. And the fact that the, the thumbnail is you stepping out of your wheelchair with a little, like, robot leg, tell me that's not, tell me that's not clickbait. Tell me that's not clickbait. So. <laughs> it's not clickbait, Andrew. The, Fuck you! The first video... <laughs> We knew Mixed Mobility slapped, and then we made a part two to that, and then we made a part three to that, and this is technically our part four to that, no, no, and no, then no. part well, five well, is well, coming next well, week. Well, like, the wheelchair fakers caught, the one we did with, with Maria, that really wasn't what the video was about that much, but because we wanted to show Mixed Mobility, and, like, we yeah. did have, that was part of the video. Like, it wasn't so clickbait that people are like, the title doesn't match the video necessarily, but it definitely, see, that's the thing about YouTube, is... Gotta, unfortunately, you, you gotta, the title gotta, and the thumbnail have to be so good you trick that it people. compels people to click. And like, unfortunately, like if, like if the thumbnail wouldn't have been that thumbnail and the title would have been like leg workout for mixed mobility paraplegia, like it would have fucking tanked. Yeah. But the thing is, okay, for example, like I danced with Chelsea Hill and I think it was a different title before, but either way, it's like a cool thumbnail uh, and like, whatever. I, I auditioned for the Rolettes. Yeah. But the thing is, yeah. is it requires the viewer to like, A, know who the Rolettes are, B, give a fuck, C, know who Chelsea, Chelsea Hill, Hill is, is yeah. C, D, give a fuck. Like you, there was like, there's like so many barriers of people that, being like, that, I don't really that, care. That video was definitely for people that are into wheelchair social media. Like that, yeah. that video was like, if you, cause like, here's the thing, if you know, totally. who, if you know who I am, you probably definitely know who Chelsea is. And that's because Chelsea has been doing this for way longer than I have in the same way. Like if you know me, you probably know Aaron Fotheringham, you know, like there's certain, there's certain people that are big on Insta and on YouTube you know, like that you definitely fucking we you know that we know all know each other, whether we've done collabs yet or not. Like it's kind of a given. So Yeah, it's that, true. that video was like my way of being like, 
I got to do a video with Chelsea Hill. And see, that's the thing is like we perceive that as like a as like a really dope video, best collab, you know, all this stuff. I mean, but it then was, it's it like, really was, but then though. it's like YouTube be like, and it, and and we upload a video on like the shittiest camera that we have yeah. with like the worst audio that we have. Yes, and like. It just and you weren't even there. I had to. I had Richard's to, filming it himself, pushing my wheelchair, like holding the fucking camera at the same time. All the shots were static, like where I'm like, let me just mount my gorilla pod to like a pole somewhere. Honestly, that's fine to me, but I think the thing that's like more Casey nice that is to like set it up and then do like one really small task, like just rolling by, like it, you know, it just takes yeah. like so much effort and like didn't there wasn't as much of that. Like it was just there was, like there was a couple of times where I like. Because I like I parked. That is true. That <laughs> put, is true. Put my camera back outside. Reversed. Pulled. No, back honestly, in. that was a good. That was a good shot. I forgot about I, that because I knew I needed a transition. Like, yeah, it, like that's that's one of the things that like, not only that you hounded me on, but like that Casey taught us is like, do not go from one place in one thing without transitioning with either like a time lapse or with like a series of like actions or like some music or like you have you can't just be like in one place cut be in the next place like you have to take the viewer along with you yeah um i actually wanted to read this tweet from casey from a couple days ago that now that you mentioned it um so this was a message he sent and it said younger filmmaker wants to help me with videos and i sent him this note with thoughts on how i approach youtube filmmaking and he says, general ideology, I don't like filters, color correction, transitions, digital effects, fancy font treatments, or titles. I think they're cheap and easy, and anyone can download and plug them in. They're not a demonstration of creativity, but something prepackaged and emblematic of a more formal mainstream that like aesthetic that a lot of younger creators see as aspirational. Aspirational because using easy plugins makes their homemade videos look like what's seen on TV. Mm, yeah. I use nothing but straight cuts and footage out of the camera. Text is almost always Helvetica, not because I like the look, but because it is the default font. Expressing creativity using the most basic, accessible methods is the hardest thing to do and the purest. St asterisks. The very best steakhouses serve their filet on a plate with nothing else. Shitty franchises cover their their steaks in sauce and other shit to distract you from the fact that you're eating dog food. That is so accurate. Sauce and onions and like, I've literally no. You're right though. The best steak I've ever had was like literally Just a steak. It was like on a wood plate with the, salt. The tomahawk steak. Mm, was that the best? They, they overcooked that fucking thing. The wag really? the wagyu beef I had Ooh. at uh, at the anniversary dinner was the best. You know, I the think wagyu dude. You know, I think the, the I think the problem is with the when I got that tomahawk steak. They said, "How are you doing this at, doing today?" I said, "Well," and I think like <laughs> I think you go very very well, and they just cook the shit out yes, of it. <laughs> yes, yes. Because I remember thinking, I'm like, I'm like, this steak is taking like 30 fucking minutes. Like, why is it taking so long to cook a steak? And then I start thinking back. I'm How like, are you doing today? And you're like, very, very well. And they're like, medium well? And you're like, no, I'm doing very, very well done. Because <laughs> well, I, remember, I remember thinking, like, why is this shit taking so long? And when it came out, I remember being like, why is this over fucking done? Oh, that's and funny. Then, and then I remember thinking again, I was like, they never asked me what temperature I wanted. They never asked me. And then I thought about it. They're like, hey, welcome to blah, 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 barbecue. How are you doing today? Well, they're like, what can I get you? I'm like, um, I'll have the tomahawk. And they're like, okay, great, thanks. That'll be $89 or whatever. <laughs> and then, like, I paid for it. And then I remember standing outside with Jalila, and, like, 30 minutes went by. I'm like, why is it taking so goddamn long? And I remember I bit into it, and it was brown, like, all the way through, brown. And I'm like, what the 
fuck is going on? Hey, right I now? thought this was red meat, not brown not meat. Brown meat. <laughs> but it was dry aged, so it like my uh, thought my thought was maybe that like in the sixty days it was inside of the the dehumidifier thing that maybe it like turned a different color or something. That, I it, that could be true. I but don't know. Nah. But, but either, but I like, I remember I looked back at the original video I saw that made me want to go get that tomahawk steak in the first place. Mm. And when I saw the video, it was like medium rare. And I'm like, Oh fuck. They literally did it well done because they asked me like, Hey, what are you doing today? Well, do you think that's why really? Or do you think that they just like, I, why else would that happen? Maybe because maybe the lady she was busy and she's like, I wonder what, what temperature he said. He's always oh, he said well, you know, and like just typed it into the computer or whatever. Because I'm like, like how you doing today? I'm like well instead of being like good. You're just, they just like overhear you talking and you're and and you just say the word well and they're like oh that's what he wants. I mean, I, <laughs> it's so funny. I was also asking like 95 questions about all their sides and cross contamination. If there was like a special place on the grill that they could cook it and blah blah blah, because my butthole was a little fucking bitch queen. Ooh, okay, that I, needs to be a soundbite. My, my butthole was being bitch, a little baby bitch, bitch queen, queen or whatever the fuck you just said. Okay, so sorry. Speaking of buttholes, I've actually gotten to have a tomahawk steak too. It was actually not well done, and it was really good. Fuck, man. At Tomorrowland, they had a steakhouse and they had tomahawk steaks. It was for those of you that don't know about it's a ribeye with the bone still in it. Like you get to hold the steak. It looks like a fucking tomahawk. Yeah. Um. So I was at the gym yesterday. Let me tell you about some buttholes. Oh, and my favorite topic. And you know those like leggings that you've definitely (laughs) been you've definitely been advertised to on Instagram a lot. Um, that are definitely like for girls and like bigger butt girls and they have in, in the way the fabric is, it makes, makes the, it look like there's a little anus. It, yeah, well, I would say it's probably for girls with with not bigger butts because it makes it look like a bigger yes. butt. Okay, so it's like feathered out or whatever. It's it's like ruffled in a way that literally like makes it look like like an, like an anus, butt. Like, no, the, like like a butt with a butthole. Like, there's like a point. Yeah, it, it comes to a point at the at the anus. So, area. so I'm there and I'm there with like uh, a couple of guys and and there's there's this person over in the corner squatting and all the guys are like yo yo dude look at fucking look at white yoga pants like Holy who's shit. all the guys so it's I, I literally can't. every guy in the gym is like no no so I literally okay okay I'm gonna try to remember all their names <laughs> of all the people yeah, I, I don't with. need the names I was just saying is it guys you were working out yeah, with the guys, oh, yeah, I, yeah, I didn't know if it was like that obvious that there was like every dude in the gym like stopped their workout so, like yo look at anus girl so it was like this like like brown this like brown skinned like girl leggings like doing deep squats and everyone was like yo that's like like that's the best ass in the gym we were like yo that's best good ass and we we're like dude nice ass and then hey nice ass i mean but we were just like holy <laughs> crap so of course we're not going to go up and talk to this person and they're far enough away that like this person also has short hair but not like not like manly short hair but like short hair enough that be like mm, that that could be like an amber rose type character yeah uh, it it was a dude, it was a dude, <laughs> it was a dude. It was a it was a very gay man. Uh, he looked Filipino, like a very gay like Filipino. He was very gay man. He looked Filipino. All Filipinos are gay. No, we I'm all saying, know that. No, I'm saying that was like the ethnicity. Like a very like was wearing like lip gloss. Like we're gay, and and like you got catfish. It, it was a phenomenal ass, and even I still say to this day. Still a great ass. Doesn't matter if it's on a guy or a girl. Great ass. But those leggings. Like this? No. 
No, like those leggings are made for for women like i've only ever seen them on women i've only been advertised to me on instagram well why are they made for women okay because dudes have dicks if you wear leggings that are like not black you're gonna see the outline of your entire package like okay you know what i mean like the the reason why you don't wear leggings because you'll literally see all your bits and pieces a girl can wear leggings because it's all tucked in underneath, and you don't really see much. Well, I mean, can, I mean, you could see that little uh, camel toe yeah, sometimes, yeah, but yeah. yeah, but like you're not seeing an entire outline of what's going down. You're not seeing the head print. It's they're made for women, not because they're made for women. It's made for women because that's what they want to show off as their butt. But like, and, guys and, don't wear but that. But we were we were we were so deceived. Like this person was squatting really deep, ass to grass, and they were doing like lateral squats. So like their butt cheeks were like moving in a certain kind of way. And literally, one of the guys I was with was like, "Dude, those gotta be implants, man. Those aren't even real." Like, and and it was it was a guy. It was it was definitely a man who was there with his band. Sure, like, uh, but it was it was just it. <laughs> It literally, like, I was like, this can't be real. Dude, I'm trying to find this picture. I cannot find it. Oh, yeah, here it is. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> that I'm that putting, style. I'm putting it on the screen. That style. <laughs> that style. <laughs> the bu- fucking bu- So for people that are people that are um people that are just listening, it's like a picture of these leggings and it for, and it looks like you're going into hyperspace and like, there's like, like a picture yeah, of Yeah, you're like Star Wars like <laughs> That's that's space balls, a picture. I think. No, that's Chewie and Han Solo. Yeah. They're going into hyperspace. Ready, Chewie? Uh, <laughs> anyways, so you were going into hyperspace in this gay dude's butt, and then it turned out to be a dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's nice. No, dude, the other day, oh my gosh, I, I did this to AJ, actually. Um, uh, here, I'll, I'll pull this picture up. Uh, well, so excuse me. I, I did a similar, uh, on, I did bu- a similar thing to, right uh, to, to AJ. I pulled up um, on James Charles's Instagram. There was this picture of him with this like pink wig on, and uh, oh no, it wasn't on James Charles. It wasn't James Charles. It wasn't James Charles. It was this dude that we know, that in in um like from we knew him from a long time ago, and then recently came out as like gay and has been like dying his hair and stuff. Anyways, won't go into specifics. Is this the person who transitioned? Um, no. But anyways, uh, so basically. From the back, I was like, "Yo, check out this girl's hair! Isn't it hot?" And then, and then he goes, "He's like, yeah, he's like, yeah, yeah, oh yeah." And then I'm like, "Oh, cool, because it's this guy." And he's like, "Oh no!" And it was so funny because, because uh, I like got him, and I tried to do it to um his his friend, and he's like, "Wait, why? Are you do- what was going on?" What are you doing he he picked up on it, but I got AJ pretty good. It was it was pretty funny on that. But anyways, yeah, so. That, that that's funny. So wait, what did you guys do after you realized that it was the dude? Well, I mean, I still thought it was a great ass, and but like all the other guys, all the other guys were like, "Oh, damn it, man! Like I'm not gay. Like why did I look at that ass?" And I'm like, "Looking at an ass doesn't mean you're gay." I'm like, "It doesn't matter if it's on a guy or a girl. Like that's still a great ass. Like it's still that is a quality butt. Like it's that is it's a quality piece of me. Yeah, and it's like turns out it was on a guy, so like you're not gonna get any." So whatever, yeah. yo. But I've been, I've been like, you know, I've been always complaining about like, well, not complaining, but even like my videos and stuff. Like my my workouts have been kind of crap recently. So I've been needing, unfortunately or fortunately, to kind of like bring someone with me or go with someone 
So I've been going with Anas because he's been working out a lot recently, but been kind of annoyed at his partners because his partners like show up late. His or, partners always show up with these weird leggings on. Yeah. They'll, <laughs> they'll either show up late or they'll be dicking around or they're always just trying to talk to girls or like whatever. And Anas is like, bro, I'm here to work out. So like, hey, the gym, don't talk to girls. Yeah. So doesn't work. So he and I have been like working out a lot together. And then like last night he brought like, three of his fucking friends and then like another one came later so it was like five of us at one point and then like six and so basically so middle school i feel like the only group like when there's like five when there's like a group of like five guys like working out they're always in like high school well or it was school like or so it was, it was it was so funny so it's like me the white guy and like anas is um like from a syrian like arab background and there's like two bengali dudes and like an indian dude and like like I'm just like in a sea of brown guys and I'm like, okay, like let's fucking go. Let's work out. So what ended up happening is like me and Anas just basically like started supersetting. Right. So like I would do like, uh, like lateral raises and then, you know, like a close grip row and then Anas would do, you know, the lateral raise and the close grip row. And then like next person, it was like, like Ishan, let's go. Like, and he'd, he'd go and it's like, roll call Ishan. It's your turn. <laughs> Rep it out. <laughs> And they'd be like, come on, Farshid, you're up, you're up. And then, like, Farshid's brother, I don't even know his name. And then, like, like Ashif came later, and then Saeed came later. There's so many, like, I get mad at myself for not remembering all their names because they have, like, Ish in them. Like, Ishan, Farshid, Ashif. I'm like, you're like, ah, shit. So I just call them, I call them the Ishes. <laughs> you go, ah, shit. Uh, so I remember with Anas, I'm like, hey, bro, are the Ishes coming? And he's like, well, the, a couple, two Ishes and Saeed is coming. I'm like, all right, cool. That's funny. But yeah, there was there was there was one. But point. you've been getting good workouts or not really? No, I've been getting good workouts because like so normally I don't. Recently, recently when I do bodybuilding style workouts, I don't even sweat. Like even if I push myself hard, but because one, I was wanting to work out hard. Two, Anas was there, and three, these other kind of guys were like more newbie than us. I wanted to like, hey, stop standing around and talking. Like work out. Let's go. Let's move. So I was I was doing you know like you know, anywhere from 10 to 15 reps per superset. And then by the time I was done with my, I would start coaching the other guys like on their form or like their intensity or like helping them figure out what weight works best for them or whatever. But I had a really good workout. And at the end, like I felt accomplished. Like I was sweaty. Like my back really fucking hurts today, you know, and it's hard. I mean, you know, like it's easier to make your chest hurt and your shoulders hurt than it is to make your back hurt. Like that, totally. like, like, cause you can't really like contract your back the same way that you can contract and your you chest. And you can't see it. Yeah. That's the hardest thing I think for me is like, I think back in when I first kind of started lifting, I didn't really care about my back. Cause it was like a, like I was mainly in it for the aesthetics and like wanting to like be bigger. I didn't yeah. really care about like being stronger per se. Well, you probably also wanted abs too. Like I think everyone when they first start working out, especially if you're a guy, you're like chicks dig. No, abs. I didn't I care want, about abs. I, want, I already I had abs. abs. I wanted like pecs. Oh, like yeah. I, I was like very like skinny. Like I, I mean, I, shoulders, chest, and back are the new abs. Like people, most girls like they're fine with a little bit of a belly. It's just if you got if you got like big big boulder shoulders and pecs and nice lats and stuff. Dude, the hardest thing about abs is that like you just gotta have low body fat. Like, yeah, people are like, you can what do I do to grow my abs? And it's like, don't worry about growing your abs. Just start losing weight. They just need to fat. show. Yeah, you just have to show them. Everyone, everyone has a six-pack underneath their fat. Like, it's just a, like everyone does. Like, the way the abdominal muscles are. It's like, Dude, speaking of abs, I got to show you this video. Holy shit. 
What the fuck? Don't let that music demonetize us. Oh yeah, good call. It's a slowed down and reverbed version anyways, but yeah. It's basically this dude, if you just watch, what? if you're so, just listening. So he's got the vacuum pose, which is impressive. Like, the, the just the Where you simple, suck in your belly completely, but like basically. When he, when he, like, opens and closes it? He's literally, like, opening and closing his abs. Like, I don't understand. I mean, he, look at how multi-jointed he is, how, though. He probably but, has, but either way, that's not even joints. That's his abs that are, like, just doing the weirdest dude, I, he move. Prob he probably has, like, EDS, H-E-D-S, and doesn't even know it. Like he probably hypermobility. I mean, but dude, well, it like, has to do with your no, cartilage. But, no, but and, yeah. But either way, like, have you ever seen like the bone breaker dancers? Like that's what he's doing. You know, he's like doing the like the very dislocated dances. I can't. It's so weird. I it, don't it, understand his nipples, how it's his nipples happening. look like eyeballs, and his and it looks. Like it looks like his his abs are like talking, like a sideways mouth. If you're if you're um just listening to this, you'll have to go watch the video for a second because this is like the most weirdest thing and ever. And he like twists his arm around in like a lot of circles that I feel like would rip someone's arm off. Yeah, but anyways, it was it was very very odd. Um, that makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> I don't like. Yeah. I gotta make a note to put that in. Yeah, the, but, the, um, the leanest I've ever been was probably like between four and six body fat, and I was on so many steroids, y'all. And uh, <laughs> I was on I was on growth hormone and testosterone and Anavar and something else. I don't even remember. Like I was on like three or four compounds, and and also I had a coach, and also I was tracking my macros. Like I was basically trying to be like a bodybuilder, like. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to pull up pull up. Do that. you think you'll ever do like a bodybuilding show? No, I don't give a fuck, man. That's that's I don't want to go through three to four months of torture just just because like I'm just not not interested in that kind of like I for the people that do do it like congratulations you're badasses but there's I have I have no desire. I mean here you go here's a picture like that to the right like a straight looking like yeah a, like looking like an alien. I knew I knew you then. Yeah. Yeah, and like I had, I remember, I, I like had veins like in my abs, and from pushing no, the like when I first met you, you were like kind of close to it, yeah. And then if you look over here, like the the serratus muscles, that's from pushing the wheelchair. Since I have like my core muscles, like mm. when I push the wheelchair, especially when I'm like going up a hill or something, if I lean forward, I'm kind of like doing a crunch. Mm. So like the center ones aren't that great, but it's these side ones that like yeah, your obliques are fucking crazy. Yeah, and then you can even see my 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 implant. You can even see like the whoa, like down there, dude. Speaking of that, we know this one chick at the gym who Juliana, you, can, you can see her, her, you can see her fucking birth control implant in her arm. Yeah, so that's how lean she is right she's now. She's literally like she's got she's dick skin thin. She is literally like like her whole body has her skin is as thick as thin as dick skin, and like when she does a front <laughs> when she does a front double bicep, you you see this like this little this little like bar thing like in her arm and you're like oh bro fuck. i'm trying to be dick skin thin bro uh, wow that's I, so funny i'm burping bad i feel like well maybe it's because you're drinking carbonated drinks the whole I time normally, you, know what, you know what it does it's Lacroix. remember when we used to do yeah. the old behind the scenes podcast which by the way people if you like this podcast and you've run out of episodes and you want more episodes go on patreon sign up for any tier it's and like a dollar uh Dollar one's out now. There's oh, just kidding. Two dollars. Two dollars. Ooh. Ooh. Wow. Ooh. Fucking damn. Fucking thirty cents a day. Or, no, it's less than that. <laughs> Whatever. It is. I can't do math. Um. Then uh, and then there's like forty three episodes of us like doing podcasts like 
in bedrooms at Airbnbs when we were on trips and shit. We were tripping balls. Yeah. I mean, we were doing trips. I mean, what? Whatever. It's but six cents a day, god damn it. For only six cents a day, you can support. It Doesn't that make sense? I mean, it makes six cents. Ha ha. I think it's like 6.66, so it's seven cents a day. Oh, my God. Did you say 6.66? It's the sign of the God. Sign of the the devil. devil. Yeah. The devil God. It's the sign of the God, dude. Oh, my God. As 999 is the sign of the God. (sighs) Should I talk about my Juice World dream? That was interesting. So You should. So, for whatever reason, me and Andrew and AJ were in uh, a grocery store in L.A., the reason why we were in the grocery store is because all three of us were hanging out at Ethan and Ela's house, which from is H3 from H3. H3 Podcast. And the reason why we were there is to, we were to meet Theodore. We, we went there to meet Theodore, which is their son. So we were hanging out with Teddy, the, the reason why Teddy Fresh exists, or the other way around. I think Teddy Fresh, the name existed before Theodore existed, and then they were like, well, let's just name Teddy Theodore. Sure. Um, and then I think Ethan and Ela were like in the car or something. I don't remember. And we were hanging out, and so me and you and AJ were, like, walking around Ralph's or some shit, like, and, uh... We were in Gelson's. <laughs> then we were in Erewhon. Then we were in H-E-B. No, I'm just kidding. That's, That's that was Texas. in Texas. Uh, and, uh, and all of a sudden, we see Juice, and AJ, like, starts crying. Like, AJ starts straight crying. <laughs> you saw Juice World yeah. in the grocery we store? Saw- Juice World was alive. And, uh... And AJ was like, "Oh my God, bro! Everyone thought you died. Like I'm crying. Like," and I was, and I was, of course, I was like, "It's conspiracy theory, bro. I knew it was conspiracy theory. There's no way." Like I, I started even like, because remember there was that one theory that was like he put out a tweet like in 2015 that's like my goal was to blow up, be successful for a few years, fake my death and disappear. So like AJ saw him and was like, "Oh my God, it's Juice World!" And then like you were like, "It's Juice!" And I remember being the last guy be like, "Okay, it's Juice. Like I like Juice. Like what's up?" What happened though? Don't remember. Anything else? Don't remember. Wait, so you're dreaming though? You never dream. You know why I'm dreaming? You having good sleep? No, I'm on melatonin now. Oh. Yeah, one of the requirements for my sleep doctor. Thanks, Doctor Zolti. What's up? Uh, and also, I saw that comment someone left in the other episode about my sleep apnea. I looked into that, bro. But like, listen to me breathing out my nose right now. You think that is gonna help me? I'll suffocate. That's I, yeah. I'm not taping my mouth shut. I saw that. Did I tell you? Did I tell the story about my dream with Post Malone on the podcast? No, I don't think so. It's fucking rip. Okay, it. so here's my here's okay. So a lot of times when I have crazy dreams, I try to write them down afterwards because like I know like I'm gonna the, forget like them. The second you wake up, yeah, yeah. So this is what I wrote in my notes. I'm not. I'll elaborate after I just finish reading this. God, dream, hanging out at a music festival and realized Post Malone was in the crowd. We hung with him for a bit, and then this girl walked up, who at first I thought was the weekend, but it was just this really hot black girl who crashed her car into the lake because she was drunk and wanted to cool off. Then she did a handstand, and she told me to squeeze her butt. Yo, have you seen? The, have you seen the weekend recently? Weekend, yeah, dude, he's looking like the weekday. The weekend looking like the weekday, bro. But how funny is that? That that's what I wrote down. That's great, dude. I was hanging out with Post Malone. It was awesome. And then some girl let you squeeze her butt. Yeah, after she crashed her car into a lake. Yeah, because she wanted to cool off at a festival. At a music festival, would you prefer a rave girl and say she is your perfect rave girl, whatever that means to you? 
Okay. Would you rather the rave girl say, you can touch my titties, or <laughs> would you rather the rave girl say, you can touch my ass? <laughs> what does that even mean? What would you prefer? You either get titties or ass. No. And <laughs> Am I like making out with her? No, no, no. She's like in fishnets and has like pasties and is like wearing a thong. You know what I mean? Like, like just your typical. This like, is the most ridiculous question. She's got like green hair that's like braided. You know, like you the, said, it's my perfect rave girl. Now you're just describing yours. No, I'm describing just a generic rave girl. You said it was my perfect one. Okay, so you're a perfect rave girl. Are you squeezing titties? Or are you squeezing butt? What do you squeeze? Wait, what's the relationship? Is she no, just like it's just like a rave girl? You like you're in the crowd, you're like close to the front row, you're all dancing, and she's like, "Hey, you want to touch my tits?" Or she's like, "Hey, want to squeeze my ass?" Like, what what are you doing? Are you touching titties? Or are you touching butt? Huh. Dead air. It's quite the dilemma. You only get one. You only get one. Are you touching? I know you're just or getting to squeeze butt? it. Probably titties. Probably titties. If I'm just getting to squeeze it, okay. Well, what's what else would you be able to do with your hands, dude? I don't. You gonna know. you gonna jiggle them? You gonna shove your face in them? I mean, you could slip something in <laughs> a finger <laughs> into the titties. No, you said I could. I'm only getting to squeeze them. So if I'm only squeezing, then I'm choosing titties. Anyways. Oh, I get what you're saying. Like like what you can do with the butt versus what you can do with the boobs. Squeezing. I guess. Yeah. Would you? Are you? Are you? Are you implant guy or no implant guy? No, I'm 100 no implant guy. Yeah. I I do not like breast implants. I remember the first time I felt implant titties. It was a situation where like I worked at a restaurant and some girl like that I worked with was like, oh, well, I have fake boobs, and I was like, yeah, I've never felt fake boobs before, and she's like, well, you can feel mine. And I'm like, well, okay, I'm not going to argue that. And I remember I felt him, and I'm like, I mean, it feels like a balloon's underneath there. Like, it feels like a hard balloon. Some it's, of them are better than like, others. It's like a hard, why am I doing this with my hands? I'm like, and I didn't just be like, and then be done with it. You know, I was like, I'm just like, she'd give me permission. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I just remember feeling like it was like a, fake titties look better than they feel, I, I would I would say. I think that they visually, yeah, I mean, obviously. visually, it's like nice boobs. But when you touch them, you're like, those are kind of hard. Yeah, I mean, and it depends. Like there, there's, there's some some girls that get breast implants that already have something there, so that when you're you're kind of just like adding to it. Mm. Versus some girls have like nothing, like the bikini, and model then like chicks. the only thing under there is the implant. So like, the, like, like the bodybuilder bikini bikini girls. Yeah, the bikiners. Like the girl with the with the the the, the, the yeah the birth the, control we were talking thing, about. The thing about um. Uh, I guess implants for me is that um, I would just prefer the natural look. Like I don't mind. Like I, I, I got nothing against small titties. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I, I don't. I'm not like ew, gross. Like I would actually just prefer it to be natural. Granted, though, I, 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 if if a girl I was dating or something had fake fake boobs, like sure, I whatever. wouldn't be yeah. mad about it. But it's like, I, I, I guess like also I'm, I'm uh, hyper like aware of like photo editing and like you know things like that on social media so that like when I see like fake boobs it's just like kind of off-putting sometimes because it's just it's the the one the the thing that you can is is like a telltale sign is if you can definitely tell that they're not wearing a bra and there's a line on top yeah yeah because natural got, boobs they, they will the, never have they they don't they don't just like stick out and you you wouldn't ever get like a cleavage line yeah. above like the nipple area like you would get yeah. you would get it looks of, like they're wearing a push up bra at all times exactly cuz like with a push up bra there's you're squeezing them together and then you end up getting like this kind of like half circle shape above the area yeah but with 
with fake boobs, you kind of like get that all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and there's just a lot of things that can go wrong. Um, I, actually, there's that's the this, one thing. Um, it's like they're they're now classifying like like breast implants as like a bad thing because people are getting like silicone poisoning. Um, people are like are the saline is like leaking into their system. Like there is like bacteria involved. Like I know I've known quite a few people that have gotten their their implants taken out, and they're like, dude, I'm so glad I did. Like, yeah, th- this chick. Um, uh, she and her husband uh, have a um, dubstep like uh, group, but recently she um, uh, did all these posts about it, um, about how she got her breast implants taken out because it was causing her all these health problems. Yeah, yeah, that's like what, a lot like, of I've health. Heard, problems. I've heard a lot of people like, so a lot of girls will get boobs between the ages of like what 18 and 25 or whatever because they're like woo boobs and it's just whenever you got the money yeah and then usually what happens well not usually but by the time you're 30 35 you start having these like health complications and they're they're mysterious like you can't figure them out like you don't know what's going on with your body and then come to find out it's the like the silicone like is like toxic it's like yeah, like, I mean, if you like think about slow, it, you're putting a foreign. Sorry, you're putting like a foreign object in your in your body that's not really designed to be there. I mean, yeah. you're kind of like the king of that, though. You know, like you you're like the bionic man. You've got tons of shit that's foreign objects in your body. You know, yeah. but it's like all metal. Yeah. Well, my implant, my my for my uh, my AMS implant is is plastic. Oh yeah, that's true. But it's it's a uh, I don't know what kind of plastic, honestly. I yeah. Ne- I, did, I never asked. Well, that's like kind of the weird thing about about like human bodies like you kind of explained it to me before where you're like well it's just hardware like you're just like switching out parts and shit for the most part in a weird way like the reason why i'm never afraid of surgery or ever afraid of breaking bones or like any anything that like bad happens to me is like i imagine my body the same way i think a mechanic looks at a car it's like you can swap out fluids and you can change out filters and you can replace parts that are broken. And even if you crash the car, like you can put it back together and make it drivable again. Like that's how I see it. So whenever like a problem arises with me, I'm like, well, let's just use medicine to fix me. You know, it's like, oh, cool. My bladder doesn't work. Cool. Let's put an implant there. Oh, my bone is broken. Cool. Let's throw some metal in it. Like I'm not ever afraid of like things going wrong. And I mean, obviously I think that's due to modern medicine and the fact that we live in, you know, the, the age that we do and the scientific advancements that we have that, but like for the most part, I'm just like, I just, I'm like, cool. Like just swap me out. You know, like there's certain things obviously that mm. you can't do that with, but for the most part, most issues, I mean, dude, new, you get a different heart, you get a new liver, you get new kidneys, you can swap out your fucking parts of your bowel, parts of your bladder, like bones break, fix them. Like there's like, I mean, it's pretty much like your brain for the most part. They can't do much work on. And then like certain types of like muscles and, and fibers, but like need a new knee. Got it. You know, like yeah. any, any kind of joints, like for the, for the most part, almost everything is in some context replaceable. So, and even like improvable kind of. Yeah. And that's why I mean, like, I'm also excited for the next, you know, I don't know, hundred years where our longevity is is going to increase based on the scientific advancements. I mean, I think about how cool it would be, like, let's say hypothetically, like, this left leg, instead of having a C-brace, well, what if we just cut it off and just, like, permanently installed a robot leg and then connected that robot leg to my brain through some neurotransmitter pathways similar to, like, Elon Musk's whatever that thing is called. Neuralink. So I'm like, I don't know. I just don't don't stress about it too much. Yeah, I I think about that a lot because, like, 
at, in some way, humans have become this very strange, um, like Bionic digital almost. digital caterpillar that's turning into some sort of butterfly. You know, like we're in this weird cocoon phase where we've created enough technology that we're obviously as humans like becoming something else entirely. Yeah. Like the fact that we're like manipulating our bodies and putting technology inside of our, I mean, we've, I mean, we've got even, basically even like LASIK that alone is incredible. Yeah. I mean, the invention of the bifocal was incredible. And then now we can start doing surgery on our eye to fix our eye, you know? Yeah. And, but, but I mean, even crazier, like at this point, I mean, we've got our phones basically attached to I us mean, at all times. Cyborgs and especially the people that wear like the watches and stuff. Yeah. I mean, and that's the thing is like, at what point are we going to realize, Oh, well these dumb, you know, sacks of meat that we've been given are just like not nearly as good as like a robot like leg could be or you meat know because like because like we're you just, have a in- fucked up leg so it's like okay yeah like just install a robot leg but what if your robot leg is just way better than a regular leg and the fact that if it gets like broken or whatever you can just like replace it yeah like will there be people in the future that are like literally at you know at yes. a young age like yes deca- de- you know not decapitating de- uh, amputating I, I, themselves I think and shit there will reach a point where people choose cyborg options because they make you better. Like, I think the first person to get, you know, um, a hypothetical neural link connected to a set of robotic eyes will be someone who's totally and permanently blind. Yeah. And, but advance that 50 years. What if someone's like, I want to see infrared and have night vision. Bloop, bloop. You know, then they put in new eyes. Mm. You know, like the the technology will advance, you know, like, oh, well, how about instead of a pacemaker, how about I just put in like a mechanical heart instead? Like a fucking Iron Man shit. Yeah. Like it's instead of like a, <laughs> like something that's organic that like can fail or like what we eat changes it. I mean, I even think about like how cool would it be to like not need a stomach or a metabolism anymore. And you just like you don't even need to eat. You just simply just like inject yourself with like nutrient fluids or something. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. It, it totally changes what it means to be human. Honestly, like, I feel like there's going to be a split where there's like certain people that choose to keep living as humans and keep like living off the land and just go like almost like towards like caveman type vibes. I I think the, and then there'll be people that totally embrace all of the technology and, and, and go towards, I think accessible accessibility to the technology is going to be a big factor. Um, like how much money you have. Right. Yeah. But I, but I also think, but if we have like socialized medicine or for example, or if we like decide that it's a natural human right for you to have like bionic legs and shit and like it becomes subsidized by the government or some shit. I still think though there's going to be like upgrade culture you know oh for sure like the same people that like buy a brand new corvette c8 and then spend a hundred thousand dollars making it the fastest one on the market you know like oh yeah like hypothetically like say you turn 18 and you're not allowed to do bionic stuff the government's not going to be like oh yeah sure we'll just pay well, for the all reason your upgrades why, like it's cool and like impressive to be like super strong or have like muscles is because we know like how much work goes into it and like for example we like big butts and big boobs because we know that it's like hard to like acquire sort of like a big butt like you gotta like what? work for it or whatever well, or you also, were just like genetically it, blessed with it but like for example if you've got thing too yeah like but it references exactly it references but i'm just saying it, like let's go back to muscles then for example like it's cool to have big muscles because it like means that you like put in the work it means a lot of things about you it means your diet is good it means you're healthy it means you're this you're dedicated blah 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 blah, blah. if you can just like replace your arm with like a robot arm what does that mean about you it doesn't mm. mean you just got money 
and, and like could it mean like you know what i mean it's yeah. almost like yeah it's it's like when you see a guy driving a lambo you're like oh damn and then you find out his dad bought it for him it's like way less impressive so like it's just yeah. not cool after yeah, exactly that. you know it's like i wonder if that'll happen with like i think at that point the conversation of immortality will be weird because i think if if our technologies have the ability to replace limbs who's to say that we can't dump our consciousness into a machine like mm -hmm. i think even currently right now like let's say hypothetically i create an ai and this in this ai analyzes all the data that exists of me on the internet so not that hard to conceive right like let's let's say an ai like it gets all my photos it gets all my text messages all my social media i mean quite literally everything and you and you give that to a machine. A machine learning program that and, analyzes and, and figures out who Richard is as an essence and boils it, it down to it, code. It could create a personality out of that. For sure, and 100%. Th and that personality could potentially be installed into an, a machine. So it's like... But at what point does it stop being Richard? Because it's only that, Richard that up to point, that point. That point. I don't think... Uh, yeah, exactly. That that point. But, but that's how you could technically live forever. It would be you 2.0. Have you seen that episode of um, Black Mirror where, where you make, like, they install your conscience, like, into, like, a little personal assistant? That'd be the shit to have two of me. I yeah, but that. it's fucked up because the personal assistant still thinks they're the real you. So you're trapped in a tiny little personal assistant doing slave work for the real you. Oh. Because it's a clone. A clone still thinks that he's, like, the clone doesn't realize it's a clone. Like, no, I'm the real me. That's... Like you took the consciousness consciousness out of me, and now I'm in this thing. Like it's literally like oh, weird. It's really creepy to think you, about. Do you know uh, Black Mirror stopped making episodes because reality? Is I think we mentioned is this currently, on the is, Reality is currently so fucked that they're like, we can't write this. We can't write stories anymore. Well, all the ideas that they had have like already become too close to reality that they're like, it isn't even far fetched enough. Like it's not crazy enough. Yeah, like it used to. It used it's to, funny you it brought used up being insane. It's funny you brought up immortality because I actually was I was bringing this up. I just started reading this book called the Immortality the Immortality Key, mm. and it's um all about how <laughs> Asterix listening to yeah listening to um <laughs> whoops <laughs> I just started playing it um it's it's called the Immortality Key the Secret History of the Religion with No Name and it's basically the hypothesis that like all the ancient um religions were like based on this idea of um, using like psychedelic infused like wine and shit. Like when they would have like, for example, they would have mass or whatever at church, everyone would drink the communion, but the communion was infused with like psychedelic mushrooms. So like everyone would literally mm. trip balls like while they were uh, in this communion and they would have like a religious experience and like meet God, quote unquote. But like, wasn't there a theory at that some point some people think Jesus was the, was a mushroom? Like, yeah, there, there's a, there's a book. It's called, um, uh, it's like when you take Jesus into your body, it's like when you eat the mushroom. You yeah. Like, well, like, well, I mean, honestly it, it is, it's a really interesting book. I just started it honestly, but I listened to a podcast where the author was talking about it. It's very fascinating because it's basically like for centuries, like cave writings and stuff were like, you know, really boring and just like stupid. And then there was like, at some point where like across the world, everyone started kind of like, like drawing up, like the same shit and like upgrading like their art mm. and everything. And it's like probably cause as humans, we discovered like Something, psychedelics yeah. like, or, and some people even hypothesized that aliens came down and showed us how to make them or use them or whatever. Um, which, cool. which honestly isn't that crazy to think about. But anyways, the point being, um, it, it was maybe interesting that's just because when psychedelics like evolved.
Yeah, true. Like that for could, sure. That could be like when a, a, a type of mushroom like started growing in, in the, the earth. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but but anyways, there's uh there's a part in it where they're talking about the like at Johns Hopkins, there was like these LSD trials that they did a long time ago. Yeah. And like, I think it was like nine out of 10 people that did the study said that the, the, their trip or whatever was like one of, if not the most, uh, it was in the top five, if not the number one, most profound experience of their entire life when mm. they did it. Yeah. And so this, this author was like, Holy shit, that's like crazy to think about that. These people who like, they just can, were they doing can, this trial they can induce, a profound experience. Yeah, and one yeah. of the craziest parts is they were talking about um, how like they experience like ego death, where you're like you're yeah. only in your Dude, head. I, I want that so bad. Like and I, you, I and got you, an ego you, that's crazy. And the thing about ego is like ego is basically everything that relates to your name, right? Everything that or you think of as Richard you, or I. Yeah, yeah. or because like everything that is Richard is like ego, you know? Yeah. Because you build it up like it's, Richard it's the, is the it's, body. It's the id. Because without without your body, are you still Richard? Without without your with your like, is your consciousness Richard? Is your brain like you know? And then that's how they actually um, a lot of people that were doing these trials where after that they're like not afraid of death because they're like, I know what it's like now to like not be in a body and like oh, not yeah. feel and feel like a, you know, whatever. Anyways, it was really interesting. And there's like this ancient Greek saying that's like, if you die before you die, you don't, you won't die when you die. Like you won't be afraid of death. Oh, Cause if you, yeah. if you have like true, like ego death before you die, you'll die before you die. If you die before you die, you won't die when you die. That's cool. Anyways, we're over time. Uh, on that note, we didn't have AJ to be like waving us down from behind. Know, right? We're like, guys, 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 you're two minutes and 29 past. Hurry. Don't, don't, don't be distracted by me waving my arms. Being like, wrap it up. Wrap it up. Wrap it up. Anyways, follow us on places. Bye. See ya. Good. I guess good, I got to stop it. Good, good. <laughs> <laughs> good, good show, gentlemen. Good, good show.